It's a long way to uh, talk to be the best baker, but Hillary Pahal is in an online baking competition, and uh, she's getting closer to the top right now. She's pushing through yet another round of voting in a contest that could win her ten grand U.S. and also an opportunity to be featured in uh, a special baking magazine in the Bake from Scratch magazine, and maybe even meet the cake boss himself. Buddy Velastro, but uh, with more on this, Hillary. Hillary Pahal is here. Welcome. Good morning. How are you? I'm well. How many competitors went through this competition originally? Oh, goodness. So there was almost 45,000 people. And now it's down to about how many, do you think? About 1,000. And you're one of them. From 45,000 to 1,000 and Saskatchewan showing representation. I love it. How does that make you feel? Nervous, excited, grateful. I have all the feelings. Yeah, I bet you do. Now, you grew up in Yorkton, but you live here in Regina now. How did this passion begin? Oh, my goodness. (laughs) From a very young age. So I was baking. I don't even remember the first time I baked. It was that long ago. I usually bake with my grandmother, and she taught me so much during those years. And I got so many easy bake ovens, too, which I burnt out. Do they actually work, by the way? Honestly, yeah, they they did work. I I burnt myself multiple times as a child. (laughs) (laughs) Your grandma was a huge influence, right? Huge, huge. Like, I I don't even know if I would take up the passion if it wasn't for her. And I've learned that uh, your grandma's passed since. So did she leave you some secrets? So many old cooking books from her mother. So my great-grandmother's recipes, we all have them in her original writing. So it's, it's really cool and really precious to have. Okay, well, how did you get into this competition then? What did you present that caught their eye? So I made a couple of things in the past for people because baking is just a hobby for me right now. So I've made wedding cakes in the past. I've made birthday cakes in the past. So I submitted those photos to the website. And in the application, it asks you why you want to be the winner, what will you do with the winnings. And, you know, I described all that and submitted it, crossed my fingers, and I, I got an email back saying, hey, you're in. And how will you spend the ten grand U.S. if you win it? Well, I kind of want to put it towards a down payment for my first home because I've always wanted, you know, that dream kitchen with all that counter space. Hillary Pahal is my guest. She's in an online baking competition. What is it that you love about baking besides, oh, well, the end result? Is it uh, the connection that you can have with grandma there as you did in the past or family and friends now? It- oh, for sure. I think it's a mix of it all. It's kind of more... I feel close to grandma. I'm making people happy at the end of the day. You know, people are saying, oh, your work's improving. And that's huge for me to get that criticism. If uh, parents are sick and tired of uh, their kids on uh, devices, I've never had a love for baking, but I have uh, girls in my household, nothing but girls. And that's yeah. the one thing I did is started to connect a lot more at a young age, get them involved in baking. Like my niece, she's five. She asked me for an easy bake oven, I want to say a week ago, because she realized I was in a baking competition. <laughs> nice. Wants to be just <laughs> like you, of course. Yeah, exactly. All right, let's get back to this competition you're in. In the aspect of what you'll win, besides 10 grand, what else is in this? So I'll be on the cover of Bake from Scratch magazine. So it kind of gives you some, I, I guess, some influence in the baking world, because it's a very prolific magazine in that world. So you could be in the magazine. And uh, because you love baking, I bet you've always watched the cake boss himself, right? Yeah, that's a huge one, too. I want to meet Buddy Velastro. He's one of the originals. <laughs> and you would meet if you were to win the grand prize. Yeah. Hillary Pahal is in this quarterfinal. Voting ends January 18th, hoping to make the semifinals. And by the end of the month, the finals to be crowned as champ.
What's it going to take? How can we help? Yes, there's a website. It's called thegreatestbaker.com. I believe it's slash Hillary Paul. If you can't find it there, you can find the link on my Facebook page. Just type in Hill's Cakes and I should pop up there. Can we vote as often as we like? Every 24 hours, you get one free vote. Other than that, you can donate to the Be Positive Foundation and you can get yourself as many votes as you want. Okay, so it's a fundraiser as well on the side, too. Well, look, I'll invite all my CJME listeners to start voting now. I'll share the link on my Facebook page, too, okay? That's awesome. Thank you so much. Good luck, Hillary. Let's keep in touch. See how you do. Awesome. Cheers. In the middle of the night, I go walking in my sleep, through the jungle of down, to the river so deep. I know I'm searching for something. Yeah, pretty frigid out there, and I know just walking uh, to the school bus or uh, walking on the path to school, it's it's definitely bundle up weather here today and uh, for the rest of the week. And there is some good news in this frigid forecast, too, for the unhoused. The uh, temporary warming bus is going to be put into operation outside of the Carmichael Outreach uh, location until they get that extra space they're actually working on extra space right now at carmichael outreach it's being financed by city council funding mixed with provincial grant money and it might take another uh, week or two to get the additional 50 to 80 people uh the space ready for that many but uh, until then they're going to use that warming bus it'll be parked outside of carmichael and uh, it's the weather change that we knew was coming, right? But it's it's still pretty jarring because these last few months have been pretty easy to get through winter. But if you're feeling the numbness in your finger and toes this morning, it is uh, a feeling you're probably going to have to get used to. And, and imagine how all the newcomers in this province feel. Saskatchewan was probably a culture shock already, but I know a number of them are experiencing this for the first time. And uh, it's got to be quite the culture shock, I am sure. Uh, It looks as if we're going to dodge the big snowfall. That's going more so towards uh, Saskatoon, between Davidson and Saskatoon. If you have to travel on Highway 11 later, you might want to check the highway hotline in advance of that coming snow, too. Four to six inches in the area. Uh, No matter the Arctic blast, football still top of mind for many. Football. Yeah, ready for the wild card NFL football action this weekend. But if you have kids interested in Regina Youth flag football, yesterday, did you get through spring registration? A lot of people, thousands, in fact, were trying, but many had trouble. And uh, later on social media, the Regina Youth Flag Football League said, We apologize for all the tech problems. They admitted that some successfully registered, others were put over to the wait list. And in some cases, you didn't get through to register because, well, so many others were being forced to make multiple payments. Like, as a result, many players were put on a wait list due to teams showing up that they were full already. And the problem, they said, actually stemmed from their system issuing multiple registrations, sometimes three, sometimes five, sometimes seven times for some individuals. So they're working on addressing the multiple registrations within the same families. In other words, Some families are just registered too many times. Once they figure out how many went through that process when they didn't need to, it'll open the window for more kids. So a pretty crazy day at the office of the Regina Youth Flag Football League.
Well, the teachers in province uh, still having uh, to look for a way to come to an agreement of some sort here. That conciliation report is out now. And while the province remains unwilling to really address classroom size, complexity, and seemingly not wanting to budge on a wage either at the bargaining table, province announcing now they want to start an 18-month pilot project of special needs classrooms for behavioral issues in uh, about eight urban school divisions. And some parents think, well, that's kind of like segregation. Well, the NDP kind of feels it's only going to impact less than 1% of Saskatchewan students. So really? I'm really curious, too, to hear how the Education Minister, Jeremy Cockrell, uh, will uh, respond on this one after the 8.30 news here this morning, coming up on the Evan Bray Show, which is hosted again by Taylor McPherson, Evan, under the weather. But uh, uh, aren't they, the province, sort of admitting, yeah, the issue the teachers are fighting for is an issue by the province now trying to offer this up? It's... Certainly seems that way to uh, Saskatchewan Teachers Federation President Samantha Beacott, who suggests the same. It is a clear admission of government that they agree class complexity is increasing uh, and needs to be addressed and that additional funds are needed. Beacott said part of the conciliators report also spoke in favor of the teachers being able to bargain on the matter of class complexity, which seems pretty significant since the province has said no, no, no. So lots to try and better understand. And perhaps even solve between uh, Beacott and Cockrell, both coming up uh, right after the 8.30 news here on the Evan Bray Show. Uh, for you teachers who are feeling like uh, this just isn't uh, working out, it's frustrating right now. And I know uh, there are a lot of parents who feel the same right now, too. They want both uh, the teachers in the province to finish this off and move on already. But uh, it's going to take some time, I know. But Paul Giamatti, the actor at the Golden Globes the other night, have you seen his movie? It's a, He plays a cranky history teacher at a prep school. The movie's called The Holdovers. He's forced to remain on campus over the holidays with a troubled student who has uh, no place to go. He won Best Actor for the movie. And uh, on the Golden Globes, I don't know if he caught this, He as he was walking up on the stage, he complained first about all the stairs to get there to say thank you. But then he, he thanked teachers. Oh, my gosh. So many stairs. Too many stairs. My knees are shot, I'm telling you. Up and down all night, standing up and sitting down all night. My knees. I'm never going to be in John Wick 5 at this rate. Thank you, Golden Gloves. I want to give a shout-out to my son, Samuel, who recently graduated from college. Thank you. And it's a movie about a teacher. I play a teacher in it. My whole family, they're teachers. All of them, going back generations. Teachers are good people. Gotta respect them. They do a good thing. It's a tough job. So this is for teachers as well. Thanks, Actor. guys. Thanks. Actor Paul Giamatti on the uh, Golden Globes the other night. Uh, again, the movie is called uh, The Holdovers. Keeping with the movie for a moment, I saw the original Terminator again the other night. And then it struck me as I watched this scene from the original Terminator, which came out like in 1984, 40 years ago. Listen to this particular scene where Sarah Connor doesn't want to believe that a robot is stalking humans. And that it doesn't even exist in 1984. Look, I am not stupid, you know. They cannot make things like that yet. Not yet. Not for about 40 years. Yeah, 40 years later, it's 2024. So now we got to freak out about a possible robot apocalypse this year. Thanks to the Terminator.
cold weather like this, that initial start of the vehicle and pulling out of the driveway can uh, feel a little, uh, well, like you got square tires sometimes when it's really bitterly cold. We're not quite there yet this morning. It's definitely uh, cold, but it can be a lot colder, and and inevitably it will be here in the coming days by the looks of things. But uh, at least for us here, Regina, we're going to get a little snow, but... uh, not quite as much as north of us. Environment Canada's Rose Carlson telling us communities inside uh, the snowfall warning can expect anywhere between uh, a couple inches or up to half a foot. We're still looking at the, the uh, highest totals kind of lining up um, along uh, Highway 16. So again, uh, the hardest snowfall amounts in central and uh, northern Saskatchewan for today. Here in the south near us, not quite that bad in the Regina area. But, uh, yeah, it looks like you'll be shoveling when you get home from work again today. If only a couple centimeters, that won't be too backbreaking by no means either. Uh, with this cold snap, it's handy to have Driven Automotive's Jason Mancinelli with me on the phone about some of the, the more important winter reminders like plug-in. Plug-in. How important is the plug-in? Well, there's definitely a little bit of extra stress on something when it has the oil thicked up from the type of cold we see. It uh, doesn't flow as quickly or as readily, so it, it does incur a little bit of wear. Not usually the failure that shows overnight, but for the longevity of the vehicle and for your own comfort, you'll notice it. Plugging definitely helps out and get the most out of your vehicle and, you know, creature comforts for yourself. But what about the length of time you, uh, you need to warm your vehicle up? Is is there a particular length that you're striving for? You know, minus 10, minus 20, 30 seconds, and you're pretty good to go. They say by the time you get your seatbelt on, the mirrors adjust and settles, the car itself is ready to go. For me, uh, thinking about windshields, the ability to see out of your vehicle and not frost up from breathing, yeah, I, I always like to let them idle for a couple of minutes until the warmth starts coming out of the vents just to be safe and you don't fog up. But uh, actual need of the vehicle, it's actually ready to go pretty quickly. Yeah, I don't normally pull away until there's a little heat coming out of there, too. How important is it to check to see if you need a new car battery, too, Jason? Batteries will save people a lot of money by replacing them before they fail. Cars have so many computers on them now. Fluctuations in voltage cause a lot of problems. Don't wait for your battery to fail and let you down in front of the parking lot. It might not just let you down for the battery. It might take out a $1,000 computer with it. you got a five-year-old battery in your car, replace it. It's time. Jason Mancinelli from Driven Automotive. There you go. Five years on the battery. Um, I just swapped mine out last year because of that rule. I've heard that from a number of experts, too. Hey, downtown, how fitting is this? The cold weather comes and the city's got a handle on all the outdoor rinks. Suddenly, they're all in pretty good shape. Uh, the rink in downtown uh, City Square Plaza will open up here this week, too. They've got a, a warming shelter, too, there that's going to be open 5 till 9 weeknights and on the weekends, too, for the afternoons. But uh, I doubt it'll be used greatly this week as this Arctic blast has arrived. Doesn't look like it's going to budge here for uh, some time now as well, too. CJME News Time is 826.